Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. I'm your host Nehal Singh and we have been talking to Shaktis. The Shakti Awakening is the latest book that is launched, but it's not about the book. It is about finding the power within yourselves. And these 24 stories are about just expressing what it means to have challenges, what it means to having a perspective towards life and what it means to stepping into your own power. Today, I have a special Shakti with me, Manjiri Latte. Uh, my introduction to her was through my very good friend, Janvi. And uh, you guys must have heard Janvi already. So uh, when I met Manjiri, it was a new world that opened up to me about uh, animals, communication, telepathy, so on and so forth. Uh, and that is my entry to new world. So that's how I always say that, you know, you, when you meet new people, there is always something new to learn about and something that they teach you and go. So let's meet Manjiri and see what she has to share about her story and her Shakti. So Manjiri, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here first. And why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are? Brilliant. Thank you, Sneha, for having me here and taking this effort. Um, so who I am and what brings me here, um, my name, like you mentioned, Manjiri, and um, I'm basically a facilitator in experiential learning. And I primarily work with two methodologies. One is telepathic animal and nature communication, something that we are all born with. And the second methodology I typically use is the human behavioral landscape, which is NLP or neuro-linguistic programming. And the aim all my life basically has been to help become a bridge between nature and people. So yeah, that's been my little story and journey so far. Wow. How did you get started? Because NLP is still something that, you know, being in the field that you are and uh, so on, it is a little predictable or known factor. However, I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about animal communication or telepathic communication, or especially, as you said, you know, communication with nature. So how did you reach here? So um, I grew up with parents who were ardent outdoor lovers. They were both mountaineers. So all our growing up years, I remember every weekend, every holiday, every time we got an opportunity to escape city life, it was always the great outdoors and it was never any man-made structure. So I was blessed to have been born in a household that um, respected and acknowledged the presence of nature and everything outside. And uh, when you come with a backdrop like that, it was only natural for me to explore the other facets that outdoors and animals and nature presented. So if we as man walk into a natural landscape, rather than being a nuisance or a hindrance, we can actually learn to be one with the fabric of everything around us. So that's where my journey started. And that basically meant that if I need to be in better alignment with everything around me, I first need to know who and where I come from and who I am. That's where the human behavioral aspect of changing one's inside world started so that you are in better congruence with your outside world. And um, in all honesty, this is something we're all born with. Uh, but the common man doesn't really know or hear of it because our very didactic, linear education systems world over, so it's not just in the East, but world over um, somehow don't uh, incorporate or welcome something that is a little left of the center, so to say. 
And uh, the unfortunate reality is that all the gorgeous moments of learning actually lie when we are outside a classroom and not in a classroom. So um, I think one, I was blessed to have a parenting background that permitted me to do that. And now going ahead, I think the biggest thing we have all aspired as telepathic communicators to do is to bring more teachers, children, parents into the outdoors um, so that our natural way of being can be heightened. Wow, I love that. And it is true. I think that's, that's, uh, that is the reality. And I would myself like to learn more about this. And I think, uh, take away my fears. So I am kind of still jumpy around, you know, um, the pets at times, like, that's one of the reasons why uh, I haven't been to Janvi's place till date after she's got lucky. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's, it's, Definitely an unknown world, though it is not supposed to be unknown, as you said, at the center, we, we all are supposed to be one and know sure. this and, you know, stay, be connected because we are a part of the nature. So thank you for doing what you're doing uh, and creating more teachers who are, uh, you know, adding that essence to the universe right now. So with everything that you're saying, Manjiri, has life always been this easy? <laughs> Um, really, Sneel, I think it's necessary for us to even define what easy or difficult really means. Because in every situation, if one has to find a problem, resistance or an issue, there is an abundance of that around. And if one has to really look for the fact that there is so much to be grateful for, um, there is so much around. But let's, let's get to something very raw or very um, straightforward. Has it always been this easy? Um, Largely, yes and no. Uh, If you look at the way, um, I think I came from a privileged background with respect to simple yardsticks that we had a roof over our head and we had three healthy meals and a wonderful family to grow up in. However, the kind of professional choices I chose to make moving ahead um, didn't bring the easiest um, waves my way if every time it was swimming against the tide because um, when I chose to make a profession in the outdoors, it meant in a country like ours, which is Mm. um, India. And at a time when I started almost 25, 30 years back, there were almost no women working in the outdoors as a profession. So it came with its own advantages and disadvantages. You could stand out, but that also meant you stood out like a sore thumb a lot of the times. And um, all this male-dominated macho mentality meant that you had to constantly prove yourself every step of the way. So yes, it did present its own challenges, but um, um, it is like Tony Robbins says, people who prefer eating challenges for breakfast, lunch and dinner are the ones that, uh, you know, sail through life so much better. So I think I made the best out of what came my way and um, learned to sail along with it. Absolutely. So what, what kept you going is how I would ask it, because we all, we all know the ups and downs are there. But there's always that, you know, that power within you, which keeps you going, which lets you say that, okay, challenge here, but let's do something about it. So what keeps you going? Nice. Good questions. So um, to be very honest, in terms of how I kept sailing through this or what kept me going, it wasn't always a bed of roses, even as an internal journey. Uh, There were phases that I went through, or let's say there were uh, peaks and troughs. 
there were some phases in the early days of my professional career where I felt that, um, oh, uniqueness was an asset. And then when you realize, oh, you're standing out a little too much, um, then you learn to start becoming extremely defiant that the more you tell me not to do something or the more you tell me you can't, the more I wanted to go seek it, but not out of a space of being settled inside, but the internal space was more of defiance and wanting to prove something to somebody. And then I think what actually, after a few instances and episodes, what definitely kept me going was the sense of immense satisfaction and gratitude. Um, that if I looked around me, the kind of jobs people were doing, and when they had to force themselves out of bed every morning for a nine to five job because um, they had to put food on the table or they had EMIs to pay, I had maybe similar things to fulfill. But the greater purpose of being out there was giving me so much, um, you know, it was just immense gratitude and love because I could use the outdoors. Um, and then my personal issues seemed seem minuscule in the bigger scheme of things. So what kept me going was a multitude of aspects. I love that. And it is true. It's all about where we are at and what ingredient or tool is going to help us uh, you know, get through that situation. So sure. you are amazing. You are amazing at, at your word choice, Manjiri. I must say that. Uh, <laughs> if Thank you had you to give much. one message to our, you know, listeners today, what would you say? Mm-hmm. Um, I think even as women across the world, or even as men, um, I think society, the way we are all being shaped up now, whether it's social media or it could be shifting values and beliefs. I think the very fact that we are all here with some kind of a purpose and to be able to surrender to that purpose without questioning the higher good or the higher role we are here to play. So it's like a purpose on the planet. So if we were to permit um, that flow to come through us rather than questioning it. And the one biggest thing that has worked for me, which I hope will work for a lot of others who are maybe listening to this is to use our gut as our guide. Because our gut tells us what to do, what not to do. And we don't know how to easily surrender to it. We are rather conditioned to override and question it. So I think one thing I would definitely share with everybody out there is that use your gut as your guide. And then surrendering to our biggest purpose on this planet comes very naturally and effortlessly to us. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Before I jump to my last question, which is my favorite question, uh, Anything that you want to say at? Anything that I would like to say at? Hmm. Um, you know, it's always these open-ended questions that um, it's cute. It, you know, it piques your curiosity even in your own head as to what all you can put out there. Nice. So I think um, even when you gave the example of Janvi's cat and how you uh, probably have had your own little uh, resistance with going back there after the cat has entered the house, animals and humans act as our little mirrors. So what probably um, unnerves us or makes us feel unsettled actually are parts of our shadow that we probably can use the animals as beautiful um, guides and metaphors saying, what about your presence has caused me to feel so unsettled? Also, if we look around us, um, a lot of phenomena unfolding in nature is actually a reflection of our internal nature. So if we want things around us to get much better and better aligned with our family, our personal and professional landscapes, then we can actually 
deep dive within rather than wanting to fix everything outside us <laughs> that is so true and i'm definitely going to reflect on that uh, manjuri because sure i think i never gave it that perspective and i didn't think from that perspective but that's why you do what you do and that's why you are who you are um okay coming to my last and favorite question and that is mm-hmm. how do you want to leave your legacy what do you want to be remembered as <laughs> that's a beautiful question snail so um interesting it's highly introspective as well it rather propels you to introspect but i think i would like to be um thought of or known as somebody who is a good human being <laughs> who lived a genuine life of congruence and um somebody who lived on her life on her own terms um with a lot of joy and no iota of guilt for living life on your own terms and someone who did her best at surrendering to her purpose on this planet probably those are the few points that i would love for people to know me by even if i'm not here wow i love that and i think you have you are creating it in a uh, in a very beautiful way even now so thank you thank you thank you thank you manjeet first of all for giving us this time and sharing and in a way helping me as well uh with uh, my inhibitions uh, about certain things and animals and it's definitely a world that i i intend to enter in and preparing myself but you know as we say we need to be ready to be ready at times and Absolutely. that's the phase i'm at <laughs> when i'm working on this um but thank you thank you thank you thank you for being a part of the book because i know that we only interacted very seldom and uh your chapter is truly 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 amazing and guys if you don't know this uh manjeet's chapter is the 11th chapter in the book and it's time that you go ahead and grab it and read it so thank you manjeet for being here today and guys i will see you very 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 soon until then remember we all are born abundant We all need to just claim that abundance by taking one step at a time. Take care, guys. See you soon.